Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan Burke. You're listening to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest, and Stephanie usually says, your hermitage of the heart, and then I say your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints to help us to successfully navigate the tumult and challenges of this life. Things are getting darker. We need to draw near to Jesus. And I have a guest with me today who has agreed to come on and share her journey a bit with you. Uh, her name is Heather Vocola. And Heather joined us. How long ago did you join us at the Avila Institute? August uh, 2021. August 2021. And she has done a great deal for us in helping us get our operations in line. But uh, I want to talk to her more about not that role, but about her journey and share it with you. Because I think sometimes we talk ideas and abstract mm -hmm. things. I think personal testimony can really help to bring things home mm -hmm. in a way that you can't get to when you're talking concepts, you know, separate from yeah. experience. Truly. So uh, we don't have to mention where to, to protect the guilty and the innocent. Yeah. <laughs> you were right. part of a community before. Yes. You ran into Apostoli VA. I How mean. did you find uh, Apostoli VA? Uh, I found Apostoli VA because I was uh, helping um, young adult women, uh, mm -hmm. friends of my daughter's, um really come to know Jesus uh -huh. and I felt that I needed to be better prepared in that role yeah. and so I had heard about the spiritual direction program and that was really my entrance in so the spiritual direction program is a is called the it's called heart of Christ founded by uh, uh Jeanette Arbacane and Tisa Fleming yes and we work with them at the Avila Institute uh, we teach a handful of courses online, and then mm -hmm. people uh, have to do some in-person work, mainly because we want to make sure we're not releasing crazies out into the world and That's that right. people are well-formed. But so you entered into the Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program. Now, before we talk about that, you said helping young women to come to know Jesus. Yes. Now, are these Catholic women, agnostic women? Uh, what, what? Catholic women, mainly Catholic women. Uh -huh. um, you know, I, I raised my daughters in the faith, uh, praise God. Mm -hmm. And we were part of a homeschool group. And when my daughters reached their um, 20s, mid-20s, and they moved away, um, their friends that were still local would reach out to me at times just to talk about you know, being a Catholic woman in the world. Yeah. And so I started guiding them and having conversations with them and just felt that I wanted to be as well-formed as I could be to help them on their journey. So at that time, you were working for Courage. Correct. Which is an awesome, absolutely extraordinary ministry. Yes. And you're teaching for Holy Apostle Seminary. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so these women would reach out to you. I totally get why they would. You have a very... <laughs> um, I don't know, a strong maternal spirit about you. Uh, I, I think anyone who meets you can instantly knows that you care about souls. You know, it's beyond this. There's no surface with you. It's all a little bit deeper. So you had success in that. Yes. But you went to Heart of Christ, and then kind of how did that lead you to Apostoli VA? Well, 
I was speaking to a dear friend of mine, Father Paul Check. Oh, yeah. And good friend of both of ours. Love him. He suggested that I reach out to you. Okay. Um, to find out more about the program. Okay. Um, because my concern was, would um would women be open to seeing a lay spiritual director? Yeah. And that was the first question I asked you. Yeah. And we talked about Jan Taranowski and how oh. he guided Pope John Paul yeah. before he ever was even a priest. Yeah. And that really inspired me. Awesome. Awesome. And I think his cause is advancing slowly. Yes, I think so. As causes do. But yeah, a lot of people don't know that John Paul, first spiritual director, was yeah, uh, a, a tailor mm -hmm. and he was a Carmelite. And he really led John Paul into Carmelite spirituality, which of course transformed him and 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 made him into who who he was for all the good that he did so you and i had that conversation did you call me i don't remember i did call you um i was <laughs> father check gave me your cell number and i said i'm not comfortable calling dan burke oh. and he said well here's his email so i sent you an email and you said oh here's my number call me <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> so we had a wonderful conversation you were very supportive and encouraging and so I started with um, the Avila prerequisite classes for the Heart of Christ program. And I teach three of the four of those. You do, yes. Right. And you're going to be teaching one of them. You're going to be taking over teaching one of those courses. I am. I'm very excited. I Int can't wait. Introduction to Spiritual Direction. She'll be teaching for the Avila Institute sometime yes. soon. So you graduated the program. When did you get directly involved with the Apostoli VA? Uh, so you talked about it a few times in the fall um, of 2018. And I was sort of wrestling with whether or not I wanted to go in that direction again. Yeah. And in January of 2019, I actually found myself um, homesick from work for a few days and was looking for something to do and thought, well, let me check this out. And uh, and the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> so apostoliva.org is where you went to check it out? Was That's that... right. That's okay. Right. And then you checked it out. Why, why, did, why did you join? Let's jump to that. I mean, what or maybe, yeah, what was compelling? Why did you decide to say, well, I, I'm going to do this? Because you'd been a part of a community that had some issues and yes. that was disciplined by the church. And so that causes, you know, reluctance. Yes. Why did you decide to jump in with Apostoli Um, I, I made that decision because um, at that point, both of my daughters had moved out of the house. Mm -hmm. um, I was really enjoying my work with courage um, but as a as a single woman, I was struggling to find a place. Most of my friends were married. And this isn't to say they weren't welcoming. I mean, everyone was always very welcoming to me um, at, at family gatherings and things. And um, I have dear friends in Connecticut um, who invited me to come to their home for Sunday dinner every Mutual Sunday. Friends. We, we share a handful <laughs> of those friendships. Yes, so. we do. And I just was trying to find where I fit. And so I found the community and I found out you were having formation every other Saturday, the second and the fourth Saturday. Yeah. And I jumped right on. So the second Saturday in January of 2019. Okay. I was on and uh, I missed one since that time because I was on vacation. <laughs> and well, and you even taught one with with another member of the community. Yes. When I was out, where was I running around? Somewhere? You were Israel. In Israel, yeah. That's right. So you did that recently. So you um, you saw it online. You kind of read about it. And you decided, well, let's let's do the the 
the formation, Second Fourth Saturday. By the way, I talk about it just so everybody knows what it is. It's a private association of the faithful. And our mission, apostolic VA means apostles of the way. You know, the way, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So we're we're living apostolically according to his teaching and his life, basically. And um, our mission is to live uh, the contemplative life, which means a commitment to prayer, a mental prayer, and a ceases, which is self-purposeful, self-giving, and self-denial, and to light the way to others, which we do in our apostolates, like the Avila Institute or this show, mm-hmm. or where we're saying, "Hey, there's you know there's a beautiful path for you, um, whatever it may be. We can help you find it, even if it's not us." And then to personally lead and guide others, which I imagine connected with you because that's where your heart was that's the entryway into you know through heart of christ yes. avila then apostoli va was yes. leading others yes tell me a little bit about that desire of your heart um it's hard to be catholic in the world today yeah and i really found um you know i teach my work at holy apostles i teach undergraduate students uh-huh. i just always have been very connected to younger adults Mm -hmm. that are really struggling to find their way in the faith. Um, You know, it's so important for our time that we build up, um, you know, these, these young adults because we need them. Mm -hmm. And more than that, they need the faith to survive in today's world. I totally agree with you. So the heart to serve younger people, the desire for community, Mm -hmm. Tell me about the impact of Apostle VA on you. Uh, how you know, and as you describe it, of course, thinking about people watching who are, you know, struggling mm-hmm. with day-to-day Catholic life. Maybe they go to mass every Sunday, but feeling disconnected. Maybe because of the the, the scandals in the church or just the lack of Catholic culture. How what's it? How has it helped you? How do you see it? Like how would you describe it? So. Um... You know, the online formation is great, but one of the things that um, happened in Connecticut almost immediately upon my entrance was um, you were able to connect me with um, someone in Connecticut who was also a member of the community. Mm -hmm. And so she and I met for coffee like almost immediately and started talking about bringing you here to Connecticut um, for an event. Mm -hmm. And so in the process of doing that, we actually uh, formed a small group in Connecticut and we connected with a bunch of other people. Um, and so now all of a sudden you're not trying to live the faith on your own. Mm. You're living the faith with a group of people who understand what you're doing. They're traveling the same narrow path as you and they really help to support you. So now you have people you can phone with questions or prayer requests or, you know, just to sometimes talk about, you know, the difficulties of your heart and really doing that um, re-energized me so that the work that I was doing with the young people, um, it just, it, it became more vibrant and um, helpful to them. Awesome. So you, um, you met with a local small group, what we call a gospel encounter group. It's not yes. new to us. Uh, Opus Day does it. Uh, Regan Christie does it. There are many groups that do it. And it's very smart to do because yes. it, you get together. Well, how often were you guys meeting? Was it every other week or every week? Or um, actually, when we first got started, we were meeting once a month. Okay. Um, because 
we also had the whole COVID thing in the middle of oh, that. Yeah, and right. so we were trying to sort everything out. Uh, when we were finally able to meet in person, we started meeting once a month. And then actually in the process of my coming down here, the group is pretty well exploded in Connecticut. So yeah, yeah I th I believe they're meeting weekly now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. The more often they can meet, the better. Weekly yes. is, you know, everyone has schedule issues. But uh, what's interesting is, um, you know, of course, the, the church started with a small group of men around Jesus. And I think there's something to that. Yes. And we can, it, it's become much more, much bigger and more complex uh, for, for better or worse. But I think that uh, to really grow spiritually, you've got to be face to face with other people who look across from you and say, it's all real, right? And you say yes, and you say, it's all real, right? And they say yes, and and it's all worth it, right? Yes, God be praised. And, and you encourage one another, and you fight together, and all of that good stuff. So we get back from the break. We'll keep talking about um, how it is that we can live in this difficult time um, and face it well, I think, with and, and strengthen one another through community life. So we'll be right back. Hi friends, we wanna personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. And we're here with our special guest, Heather Vicola. And we're talking about her journey into and, th and through um, community life. Uh, the community of Apostoli VA is the one we're talking about. And you can find that out at apostolyva.org. The producer will flash on, on the screen for those listening to the, or watching the live stream. We talked about your heart to serve women. You went to this Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction School. And then that we got more deeply introduced through Father Paul Check, but also the courses, because I taught three courses you took. Yes. And then you started, you, you got sick. You were checking out the community. What what was compelling to you is because you looked on the website, just knowing that that there was a place to go that was not like Facebook because I had gotten off of social media. Um, Me too. Two years plus now. And, <laughs> and, you know, the people were very welcoming. Conversation was uplifting. There wasn't any bashing. Um, and, and one another just genuinely cared about each other on this website. And I thought I need to meet these people. Who, who are these people? Well, we have a kind of a rule uh, on the website, uh, not a kind of a rule. That's just a funny way of saying it. We have very clear guidelines. Yes. And that is we're not here to bash bishops or priests. We're not here to focus 
though we don't hide from the problems in the church. Mm -hmm. We're not here to focus on those. We're here to ask and answer the question, how do I give the entirety of who I am to Jesus? How do I know the peace and joy that he's promised? How do I know how to be reconciled to God? How do I help others to do the same, which is a big part of your heart? So you, you joined a small local group in Connecticut, and you said that group has exploded, and I love the word because our small groups are exploding. Um, so we're not an online community. We just do uh, centralized online formation, mm-hmm. second and fourth Saturdays. And then there's all kinds of resources on the website produced by me and others uh, on how to grow more deeply in this in the interior life mm-hmm. and grow near the Lord. And the why I like Exploded is we have a full-time person who's over small groups, and we're going to have about 100 small groups by the end of this year. Praise God. Right. And these are just people learning to follow Jesus. We The basic design of our small groups is based on St. John of the Cross's admonition, which is not complicated. Basically, he said, if you want to grow in the interior life, you really want to make serious progress. And he said this in The Ascent of Mount Carmel, uh, his book on The Ascent of Mount Carmel. He said, you must study the life of Jesus and you must emulate him and you must grow to love him. Mm. That's what small groups are there to do. Yes. Did you experience that in the small group? How, how did that work out for you? Absolutely. Um, it really encouraged me to be serious about my my daily mental prayer. Yeah. And to... Now, you weren't a slacker. Well, no. I, I mean, I wasn't a slacker. I like to do devotionals. Okay. Um, but the idea of really digging into scripture, reading scripture, studying the mm-hmm. life of Jesus... Um, that was a gift that I really got through, um, through Apostle VA, um, you know, and taking that seriously and, and struggling through, you know, some of those scripture passages that you're like, I don't understand how this applies to me. Yeah. Um, but to continue to do it regularly on a daily basis. And it's true. You don't know the faith unless you know Jesus and you don't know Jesus unless you study his words and and his scripture. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's just like how if you think about the first century, how did how did people get to know Jesus? I mean, the other day I was looking for Stephanie, and and I can't remember where we were, but oh, we were in Israel, mm-hmm. and there was an adoration chapel nearby, and I'm like, where did she go? And then, oh, well, of course, where is Jesus? That's where I'm going to find Stephanie. Where is Jesus? Where's Heather? Where's Jesus? Yeah, right. Especially yep. at certain times of the day. Yep. So it helps you in that way. What else about the Apostle VA community uh, was helpful to you? Um, I would say uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is not because we, you know, say anything negative about people when they don't do their commitments, but just to know that I'm part of a larger community who wants to be serious about, you know, our commitments of uh, mental prayer and daily examine and, and to have to say that out loud. Did I, did I make that time for Jesus and build up my community in that way was very helpful. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Some people aren't joiners. I'm one of our community members, Diana Von Glantz. I'm not a joiner. She's awesome. And, um, but has been helped tremendously as well. And I think sometimes people fear the intimacy. Um, uh, but what you've discovered is community life is perfect. You never injure one another. You never frustrate <laughs> yeah, one another. Exactly. No, <laughs> that's not it. No, there is there's hardship in community life. Yeah. 
And one of the things that we have in our, our prayer book is a prayer called um, Against Division in Apostoli VA in the Church. And I pray this prayer um, with my housemate every single morning. And, um, you know, we, we pray for greater unity, but we also pray to accept the difficulties. You know, we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. We're all broken. We're, we're going to, you know, mistreat or, or, you know, not intentionally, of course, or mm -hmm. miscommunicate. And, and that's going to cause hurt. Mm -hmm. um, but we need to come together as a community and work through these things. Yeah. Yeah, that prayer against unity, I think folks can find it on the apostolyva.org website in the blog area, I think. Do you know? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Why don't you read it for them? I think it's worth reading. What do you think? Sure. I'm happy to read it. Okay. This is in, she's reading out of the prayer book for those that are given to those who make what we call first, at least first promises. And we all pray in common and yes. we pray certain prayers every day together. And this is one of them. Lord, protect us, protect our families, protect the church, and protect Apostolae VA, and all we serve from sins of gossip, detraction, calumny, and factions. Help us to always assume the best of the actions and intentions of others, especially when wounded by them. Remind us always to seek to see your healing and redemptive work in and through the frailties of those around us. Rather than allowing the enemy to suggest accusations against others, help us to reject a spirit of criticism and embrace the best possible interpretation of their actions, attitudes, and decisions. When we are tempted to criticize others, remind us that it was Satan, in his sin of pride, who believed he should be in the place of God. Help us to reject the suggestion of the enemy that we could do better if we were in the place of another. May we, by your example and grace, reject the sin of pride and narcissism that would have us criticize, judge, and condemn rather than humbly serve. Incline our hearts to habitually speak well of and through our love and aid. Make up for the weaknesses of others. Help us to guard our minds and tongues from negativity and criticism that we would always assume and speak the best of others and avoid the fire of gossip and negativity that destroys unity and threatens to send us to hell. By your grace, give us the ability to love others as you have loved us, to forgive others as you have forgiven us, and to be a source of peace and redemption for our families, our community, the church, and the world. Amen. I love that prayer. You know, some somebody could be listening with a critical spirit and think, yeah, but what about these, you know, lousy things going on in the church? This this isn't to hide any any abuse you know this isn't to hide things that should be dealt with i mean we deal with issues right yes absolutely we don't cover them over um but what it does is it gets us into a position of how do i help the other mm -hmm. become holy and how do i become more holy because of the brokenness of the other and that's necessary for community because everyone of us is broken and needs the redemption of mm -hmm. jesus every one of us is a sinner Mm -hmm. uh, though good uh, in, in terms of our essence, we need to, to draw near to him. Tell me, I, for those listening, if you were to, I don't know, this is on the spot, so, you know, why should anyone check it out? I mean, if they're not yet convinced or, 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 or don't think uh, maybe it's not for them or they're not a joiner, what would you say to somebody who's sitting back going, you know, I like what I'm hearing, but gosh, you know, it's a risk. Right. 
Well, what I would say um, to that is, you know, if we look back in the Bible at the Acts of the Apostles, we see, um, you know, Christians coming together to support one another. Mm -hmm. You know, you keep your individual autonomy. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you continue to work your job, live in your family. And, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for you to connect deeper with Jesus through people who, you know, believe what you believe right. and who actually um, have the same charism as you. Yeah. And it, it really, I, I was moved by the Benedict option years ago. I mean, there, there's some issues with it. It's not a perfect idea or book, but it, as it reflects on what happened in the early church mm -hmm. and, and what has gone well in the church, when culture has gotten so corrupt, it's been normal for people to pull back out of the culture, strengthen one another, get solid in the faith so that not, not so that we're, we go put our heads in the sand, not at all, so that we enter back in with strength. And that's totally what I hear in what you're saying yeah. is you're, you were feeling a little disconnected, couldn't quite make it work. You entered in with people, awesome people who are all broken too, right? All together, but fighting for living for the Lord. Then you're reinvigorated in mm -hmm. your spiritual life, strengthened, and then you go out. And that's a constant process, right? Yes. It's online meetings for group formation on the charism and the way we live the charism, and then local meetings that really take us, uh, I think, deeper into relationship with one another and experiencing God in the other. Mm -hmm. Is that a good description, you think? Absolutely, yeah. So check it out. It's at apostoleva.org. One way, if you want to get your toe in the water and check out who these weird people are, um, you can go, we, we don't do weird though, do we? No, not no, no weird, no weird, broken, but not weird. Right. <laughs> uh, spiritualdirection.com books slash book study. And we'll be doing, we'll be offering for the first time, opening it up without having to be a member of the website to anyone and everyone. We have hundreds of people who already show up from all around the world, which is kind of interesting. Priests, religious yes. lady, which I love the having the priest and the religious in with the lady. And uh, we're going to dive into introduction to the devout life starting here soon. And you don't have to worry if you came, if you come in in the middle or when, what the timing is. Uh, if you hear this show at a certain time, we may have, you know, you may listen to an older show and you didn't know about it. It'll always be going on second and fourth Saturday until, you know, hopefully the end of, until Jesus comes back. Yeah, amen. Whether I'm leading it or you're leading it or somebody else is leading it. But spiritualdirection.com forward slash book study or go to apostolivia.org to learn more. And uh, regardless of whether you join Apostoli VA, I, I promise you we will help you to draw more deeply to Jesus and draw more deeply to the mysteries of the faith, the heart of God, and it will give you strength to continue in the challenges we all face in this life. And until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit and soul spirit soul and body irreproachable at the coming of our lord jesus christ learn more about the interior life visit spiritualdirection.com divine intimacy radio is a co-production of ewtn radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the ewtn global catholic radio network